Hello, everyone. My name is JD, and this is another episode of On the Lighter Side of Life. If my voice sounds a little different here for a couple of minutes, <laughs> my wife just ran over my toe with her chair. Um, that was just, oh, I was pulling my chair out so I could sit down to do this silly thing. And she backed up and went right over my toe. Thank goodness I was hanging onto my chair. I went on the floor like a little girl. It was so hard. You don't realize how tender your feet are until somebody either steps on it, rolls over with a with a you know the big high back business chair kind of thing, and she just rolled right over it. And then she turned around and looked at me and went, "What? What I do?" And I couldn't hardly say anything. So yeah, if the voice sounds a little crazy. Uh, that is it right there. So, and then we got a holiday weekend coming up here, uh, starting this Saturday. Uh, some people are going to start tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon on Friday. They, um, uh, and there's a three, this is a three day holiday, believe it or not. Some people are getting Monday off because the fourth happens to fall on Sunday. So look out for all you city folks, because the rednecks are breaking out the bug lights. We're going to break out that watering trough and fill it full of nice, clean water, okay, if we're lucky. <laughs> we're going to get the air tube out. We're going to have tons of beer on ice. We're going to fire the barbecue up, and we've cleaned our bug light. Mine's clean, and it's hanging out there, and we're ready to watch stuff go zap. This is going to be the craziest weekend because now you've got rednecks that have got stuff that explode. <laughs> so we're going to be blowing stuff up, okay, so... Hang on, this is going to be a really, really crazy weekend. I know up here, people have come in for miles around uh, to be at the lakes and all the resorts up here, I guess as, as you would want to call them. But it's going to be just a really, really crazy weekend. Everybody just get your family together. This is going to be a great, great weekend. Now that the doors are open back up and now that we can socialize again, this ought to be one heck of a weekend for everybody. Uh, I know it is going to be for me. Um, we're just going to have a good time. Big barbecue on Saturday for us up here because uh, we're, we're all rednecks. Uh, my whole family is. So, yeah, we're going to kind of get together with some friends, and we're just going to sit back, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. Uh, now, like I said, the front door has been kicked open. And I, I think even if the government hadn't opened the front door, we were going to kick the damn thing open anyway. We're tired of being locked up. We got to go. You know, I got to get outside. I got to go do some things. So it, this is a great time. So I want everybody just really to sit back and enjoy your friends and your family and have a really, really good time. So it ought to be just great uh, for this weekend. So, But don't get too crazy. I mean, you know, we don't want to be getting nobody hurt, but have a really, really good time and enjoy yourselves. Um, and I guess we can say thank you to the government because, like I said, we were going to do it anyway because we're tired of being locked up and we're going to do what we want to do. So here we go. I heard a joke yesterday from a little 10-year-old boy that just laid me out. He really did. I stopped by the, the a house to pick up some product that we had dropped off there and to pick it back up and take it back in. And this little 10-year-old boy comes up and he taps on my leg. And he says, you want to hear a joke? Sure. So I sat down on the step and I looked at him. I says, okay, here we go. And he looks at me and he says, do you know how the oceans are kept clean? No, I don't. He says, mermaids. That simple little answer made a 65 and a half, if you go by my kids, fall on the grass. And I laughed my butt off because this 10-year-old got me. 
100% got me. His grandfather looked at me and he says, it's not that funny. And I says, well, he kicked the, and he's, yeah, you got a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good point. So anyway, a little 10 year old boy just nailed me. Good. Uh, mermaids are what keep the oceans clean. That's classic. For everybody that's ever lived in the great state of Texas, um, and if you've lived there for any length of time, what I am going to tell you is absolutely 100% true, that they have chili cook-offs down there, and they are really something to go go do. I mean, and you can get some wild and crazy chili. Um, the one that I'm particularly thinking of is down in San Antonio Park, Okay. That silly thing there, when they throw that, that takes up the whole park and half the parking lot, for heaven's sake. It's really, really a big event. And if you've never been to a chili cook-off down in Texas, you need to go. Um, this story that I have here is about a guy named Frank. Okay, um, He's from the north. He's out of St. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. I think that's part of the problem. He's out of the north. He's never had our style of food. He's out of Springfield, Illinois. I thought he was out of St. Louis. He's not. He's out of Springfield. And I don't know if, what that does for you. But anyway, he was recently down there at the San Antonio Chili Cook-Off. And they, that usually goes on right around October every year. Uh, just kind of like around Halloween kind of thing. So he goes down there thinking that yeah, it's no big deal. I'll go to one. And uh, he wanted to see what it was all about. And, uh, they had a judge that called in sick last minute, and Frank happened to be standing next to the uh, judge's counter, and they picked him. And they told him, if you do this, you're going to get all the free beer that you can have, okay? Not a problem. And no, they will. They'll get you drunk, people, I'm telling you. And some people think, well, that's a good thing. I can have all the beer I want. Well, by the end of the day, you're not going to be doing so good because you're fixing to taste a whole bunch of different kinds of chilies, Okay. So they go down there, and they get him talked into this little deal, said it's not that bad, they're not all that spicy. <laughs> and he believes them, okay? He believes the redneck out of Texas telling him, oh, it's not spicy, just go ahead and try it, you know? So this is how this all plays out here, okay? Now, the scorecard for this silly thing is, is they have to go around and they sample like 10 different styles of chili, Okay. So they go around, and they, they did number one, okay? And the name should just tell you what people call their chili, okay? The first chili they tasted was Mike's Manic Monster Chili. Does that sound mild to anybody whatsoever? That's not going to sound mild at all, okay? Judge number one on this deal, and there's three of these guys, and the third one happens to be your good old Frankie boy out of Springfield, Illinois, who's never had food like this before. This is all brand new to him. Judge number one says about Mike's Manic Monster Chili, it's a little too heavy on the tomato. It's an amusing kick, though, okay? Judge number two says it was nice, smooth tomato flavor. It's very mild, okay? Now, here's old Frank. Frank steps up, takes a bite of it, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, holy crap, what the hell is this stuff, okay? <laughs> Which is kind of cool, I think. I wouldn't laugh at myself, silly. You could remove dried paint out of the driveway with this stuff. Uh, it took him two beers to, uh, to put out the flames, okay? And I hope everything goes okay with him because this is just, he's just getting started with this stuff. 
the second chili that he goes and tests, <laughs> which, you know, anytime someone names their chili this, you need to just kind of really back off and think about it. The second chili was called Austin's Afterburner Chili. Does that sound mild to anybody whatsoever? Because I wouldn't have tasted it if it's called Afterburner, okay? Because <laughs> you have to remember, if it burns when it goes in, can you imagine what it's going to do the next morning when it comes out, okay? There is a double-sided effect to this stuff. People out of the North, they don't know this, okay? They don't understand. The first judge says about this afterburner chili was it was smoky with a hint of pork, a slice jalapeno tang. Nothing serious. Not to him because he's from Texas. Judge number two, okay, says it's an exciting barbecue flavor. It needs more peppers to be taken very seriously. Now, Frank steps up there and takes the taste of it. And uh, the first thing he says is, Keep this out of the reach of children. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be tasting besides pain. I have a wave. <laughs> I have to wave off two people who wanted to give him the Heimlich maneuver. They had to rush in more beer to help put out the flames for this poor guy. So, yeah, kind of crazy. <laughs> Texas chili is not for the faint of heart. I'm telling you. I know I've been there. I thought I could do it. It don't work because I was in when I got done tasting different kinds of chilies. I was in pain for three days. I kid you not. My stomach just hated me. Okay, the third chili they went to go get was Fred's famous burn down the barn chili. Well, the names aren't getting any better, are they, boys and girls? <laughs> so anyway, Judge Number One says excellent firehouse chili. Got a great kick. Judge Number Two says it was a bit salty. But it had a good use of peppers. All right. Here comes old Frankie boy. He comes up there and takes a taste. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is call the EPA. Okay. <laughs> that he's located a uranium spill. Okay. He said his nose uh, felt like. He said his nose felt like he had been snorting Drano. You know. <laughs> just He's just not good at doing a, a Chili, you just don't do chili from Texas, okay? Not from somebody out of Illinois, okay? The fourth one they went to go, te and this would scare the hell out of me, too. It really would. If somebody called their chili, like this guy does, Bubba's Black Magic, are you kidding me? If you get a map and you look at Austin, and it's not that far over to the Louisiana side of the state, okay? It's really not. So, anyway, judge number one says, Black Bling Chili with almost no spice. Very disappointing. Okay, so here's judge number two. He does his thing, has a hint of lime in the black beans. Good side dish for fish or other mild food. Not much of a chili. So now Frank's believing all this stuff, right? So here he goes, he takes his little test, and he says he felt something scraping across his tongue, <laughs> but was unable to taste it, okay? Is it possible to burn out taste buds? It's salty. The beer maid was uh, standing behind him with a full refill of beer for this poor guy, okay? The 300-pound woman that was standing there is starting to look hot to him, <laughs> just like the nuclear waste he was eating, okay? Is chili supposed to be like this? It could be the apocalypse, okay? I'm just telling you. Chili number five. 
Le- I can't believe this. Lisa's legal lip remover. Dude, that sounds scary. It's going to remove your lips, really? Judge number one tasted it, said it was meaty. It was a strong chili, cayenne peppers freshly ground, adding consistent kick. They were very impressed. Judge number one was. Judge number two said chili using shredded beef could use more tomato. Must admit the cayenne peppers made a strong statement. Now, don't you think, Frank, after what he's gone through with the other four, he'd back away? Nope. If there's free beer involved, he's going to keep doing what he's doing, okay? Good old Frank comes up there and takes a... This dingy. Comes up there and takes a taste, okay? And he said his ears are ringing, sweat is pouring off of his forehead, and he can no longer focus his eyes. He farted. And four other people behind him needed paramedics. Okay, I'm just telling you, (laughs) this is just crazy. And the contestant seemed very offended when Frank told her that her chili just gave him brain damage, for heaven's sakes. (laughs) It ain't going to get no better there, big boy. Okay, chili number six. Vera's Very Vegetarian Variety Chili. That doesn't even sound like it came from Texas, okay? It really doesn't. Judge number one, thin yet bold vegetarian variety of chili. It's got a good balance of spices and peppers. Judge number two, the best yet. It's very aggressive use of the peppers, onions, garlic, all superb, okay? Here's good old Frank, judge number three, okay? Um, <laughs> my intestines are now straight pipe filled with gaseous uh, sulfuric acid in flames. <laughs> I crap myself, <laughs> okay, when he farted. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And I'm worried it's going to happen all over again, okay? So here we go. Now we're going to go to chili number seven. Now, Chili number seven is called Susan's Screaming Sensation Chili. Would have made me stop and think whether I wanted to eat that or not, okay? I'm serious. And I'm from Texas, for heaven's sake. Judge number one goes up and tastes it. Judge number one says it was a mediocre chili with too much reliant on canned peppers, okay? Judge number two, he walks up, takes his test, and says, hmm... Tastes as if the chef literally threw in a can of chili peppers at the last moment, okay? So it's not a real good chili going by Texas standards, okay? Judge number three, good old Frank, okay? And Frank's response to this after he tasted it, he says you could put a grenade in his mouth, you could pull a pin, he wouldn't feel a thing. He's lost sight in one eye. The world sounds like it's made of rushing water. His shirt is covered in chili, which, by the way, went unnoticed when it comes sliding out of his mouth, okay? His pants are full of lava to match his shirt. At, <laughs> this poor guy, at least during the autopsy, they'll know what killed him, okay? He's decided to stop breathing. It's too painful. He says, screw it. I'm not getting oxygen anyway. If I need to get air, I'll just suck it through the four-inch hole that's in his stomach, for heaven's sakes. Um, Poor Frank, I think you should have stayed up north there, guy. And the last and final chili that they're going to test is chili number eight. 
<laughs> and this is, I wouldn't have ate this because it's got the words, you'll listen to it here. It's called Big Tom's Toenail Curling Chili. Okay? And anything that's named that's got toenail in it is scary because you don't know what they put into it. Okay? Judge number one goes up, takes his test. The perfect ending. This is a nice blend of chili. Not too bold. It's not too uh, bold or spicy, even though it's declared to be excellent. Okay? Judge number two. Here we go. The final entry is good. It's a balanced chili, neither mild nor hot. Sorry to see most of it was lost when judge number three... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. When judge number three farted, he passed out, fell over, and pulled the chili pot down on top of himself, okay? Not sure if he's going to survive this. The poor feller, wonder how he's doing now, okay? So judge number three didn't have a report because he just fell out, dude. I mean, he's done. So I guess that's what this tells me is if you're out of the north and you've never, ever been to a, a Texas chili cook-off, you may not want to be a judge, okay? Because you're not going to be up for the party you're going to get. And I, they can offer you all the free beer in the world, okay? Just don't do this. And just to let everybody know, this particular little story was sent to me by my niece, Little Miss Missy. And she sent us some stuff before. And it was great. Uh, I enjoyed it. That is a hard story to read without laughing, okay? And I've read that story probably a half a dozen times. So I had to kind of change it a little bit just so I could get through without laughing because nobody wants to listen to this program while I'm laughing. So anyway, that's it for this episode. I hope everybody has a rockin' Fourth of July weekend. Everybody take care. This has been On the Lighter Side of Life. Goodbye, everyone.